Pretty brown skin, pretty light skin, pretty dark skin. I see African written in your DNA. Hella chocolate melanin from the motherland with your black skin. Never should you want it any other way. Today I have um, my good friend from high school, Allie, with me. And we know each other basically from high school. Allie, did you go? Did we go to middle school together or no? No, everybody thinks that I went to middle school, like either Drake or Oberon, but I actually went to a Catholic school in Denver. Oh, see, the more you know. I was like literally debating that today. I was like, I was like, (laughs) did I go to middle school with her? But no. So we know each other from high school. I feel like we met freshman year. And honestly, I feel like we, the reason like we got to know each other so well is because we're both black. Um, but I'm so glad I got to know you because I needed you in my life. Um, but that's basically how we knew each other. We both went to Ralston Valley all four years. Um, we both played sports, but we played different sports. And Allie's a way better athlete than me. Um, but you are, by the way. <laughs> um, but basically, that's how we know each other. And she's here with me today. So I'm going to just pass it off to her and let her tell you guys a little bit about herself. So, yes, as Gianna said, my name is Allie, um, and yeah, we do have very similar upbringings. I grew up in Arvada my whole life as well, um, and I was also raised by my mother, who was white, and my grandparents, who are both white, um, but like I said, the only difference is I didn't go to middle school with anybody, really, that I went to high school with, except for my brother, but that doesn't count. <laughs> Um, and the difference about my middle school, though, was that it was predominantly Hispanic and Latino. Um, there was only one white kid in the whole school. And then there was probably about 10 to 15 black kids as well. Um, and then I went to Ralston Valley for high school. Um, and then after high school, I just went out of state for college in Iowa, which is like... Everybody's like, oh my gosh, you went to the whitest place ever. And I'm like, actually, I really didn't. Like, everybody I went to school with was predominantly, well, there was white kids, of course. Yeah. But there was a lot of um, African-American kids as well. Um, <clears throat> just because of the area it sat in was close to Kansas City and okay. being a predominantly black area in Kansas City. There was a lot of black kids that went to um, college with me, so that was, like, where I first, like, was around black people for the longest time in my life. Me too, um, girl. I yeah, it was so one. crazy, because <laughs> I feel like Greeley, you think the same thing, like, oh my gosh, farming town, like, yep. <laughs> there's only, like, a lot of white people there, but no. I mean, honestly, like, it was more college, balanced. like, yeah, each college has sports teams, and there's a lot of African-American athletes, so it's going to bring up big influx of african-american kids no matter what yes. college you go to way more than arvada <laughs> yeah and i was like i was i remember going on my college visit and i was like oh my gosh i'm gonna be probably like one of the only black girls here and then i was like wait no like what's going on but no and then after that i just only went there for a couple years and then i came back home and just started working and now i just work and go to school full-time I feel that. I feel that in my heart and soul. It's crazy because, like, everybody, I'm in the same boat as you with, like, going to school and stuff. Um, and they're, like, I feel, like, really, like, it's definitely diverse. But, like, I guess the main point of it when I say, like, the most black people I've been around, like, it, should, it was more, like, evened out, I guess, is the situation. Because, like, you think back to high school and I've been, like, when people ask me or, like, everybody always asks me okay first of all they can always tell and I don't this is probably the same for you but like they could always tell that I was like brought up with like my white family in like a white community I guess I just give that that vibe off which is like it's not sad it is who I am but um, no yeah that's how I was too when I went there and they just it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, and it's like they use it as not like a name. Okay, the thing is, is it depends who you're with because, like, if I meet yeah. um, white people, other other white people, and my white friends, or like just like acquaintances or whatever, they like see it more as a good thing. And I don't think. And then, like, if I'm with other black people or other like black friends that I'm meeting for the first time, it's not that they see it as a 
bad thing. I wouldn't say that other black people see like my whiteness as a bad thing, but they um, definitely view you different. Um, yes. And it is fair for them to say like that we had very different experiences because like, as we'll get in later in this episode, I do feel very privileged to like be where I was brought up and go to the school we went to. Cause I feel like it was a very um, good school academically. Um, so I get why they'd have that judgment towards you, but like, that's the hard part about being mixed is like, you literally just can't win. There's no winning. I had like, I struggled like probably the first semester with like making friends. Luckily, like my one, the one girl that like lived across from me, she was mixed as well. And so she knew like the struggle of it i guess like yes. being because her mom is white and her dad was black and she's like oh yeah i know how you feel and like it was hard getting along with like full i guess full black girls like at times oh because gosh. i Girl. never like knew like how to act or anything and i didn't want to yes. put off like this fakeness that like oh i know how to act black and like i know and i'm not white but i'm like it's not like it's not me and i didn't want to like offend anybody but then there's some girls that were just like super mean to me like because I was half white like yes and it's super hard because I don't like to sit here and play the pity card against um, other like black girls you know Uh, like girls that are like full black both parents are black or whatever I don't want to be like oh you know like I have it just as hard because they do face different struggles that like yeah we do and they are darker and they do experience different racism but sometimes it's hard because like you do feel the way like of what I'm saying and I'm sure you you just said how you feel but you feel like you don't have a right sometimes to complain about the issues that you do encounter because whenever specifically when I when I'm with other people that are full black like they kind of um discredit the things I've went through and some I don't know it just hurts I don't no, th- I yeah. don't want to say it's not fair but it's like just a hard thing you struggle with when you're mixed yeah and then like making sure you say the right things because like how I was just saying I don't want to be um insensitive to what they've gone through and I I definitely now the older I am acknowledge that they have a different um struggles than I have obviously but it's also hard because like to white people we're black like to white like white people we don't know we're black but they don't see us as like obviously they know we're mixed but at the end of the day they see us as black yeah like that's all it comes down to (laughs) um but yeah so i'm glad i'm glad we get it there and i we so as you can tell everybody we definitely have a lot of the same upbringings same community same kind of like family lifestyle home environment i guess i'm trying to say um but we're really get into today just like talking about what it was like going to an all white high school. Um, I feel like high school is very substantial time for me because like in middle school, I feel like you're still a kid, like looking, especially looking back now, like you're literally yeah. a kid. <laughs> so things are is significant, but I feel like in high school, you go through a lot of growth. Um, I mean, the most growth I ever went through is definitely in college, um, but that's because like I feel like you're more in control when you're that age but when you're in high school you're very like impressionable um so you take a lot of things literal um you're not sure I don't think I was dramatic but I feel like naturally we can all say that like high schoolers are dramatic (laughs) yes um because you're going through a lot you're like you know you're like kind of I wouldn't say an adult I do not think high schoolers are adults but like you think you're an adult that's the thing you think you're an adult you think you know what's going on you think you're in control um and then especially being in the environment we were in it just like is a whole new level of like trying to under everybody in high school is trying to understand and find who they are and then add like your race on top of that in a predominantly white school it's a whole new level it's a whole new experience um but before we get into that i like to ask all my guests this just about how they identify obviously we kind of just touched on that a little bit (laughs) but i still like to ask if like you identify as black if you identify as white um if you like are dead set on like i'm mixed and then also like with that question how does it make you feel when people People ask you that and do you find it like even necessary to be asked in the first place um so I mainly identify as mixed um just because of how it was how I grew up was like I just grew up mainly around white people mm-hmm. and so I feel like not that I'm more connected with the white side of me but I just feel like 
I know that side better, like, family-wise. and Yeah, it's, like, your normal. Yeah, it's, like, my that. comfort zone, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah, no, that totally does. Yeah, so that's why I identify as mixed, but I definitely don't say I'm just white. Like, there yeah. was a couple times in high school, crazy to believe that I said that, oh, I'm just white. Like, no, you're not, Allie, but... <laughs> Girl, <laughs> what that, I was saying? like, uh, no, like, what were you doing? <laughs> And then, but yeah, because, like, the first time I was ever really around, like, black people was, like, my junior year of high school. Like, not, like, mm-hmm. specifically, like, my family, but just, like, other people outside, like, other from other high schools and, like, my volleyball teams that I've had. Um, being around, like, their families and everything. I was like, wow, like, I'm definitely a lot more different than what I yes. think I am. I find that, like, a very common thing between, like, my friends that I know, people that are, I interview for this is like, it's really funny. Like it's you, especially being mixed. I do have, like, I've interviewed some people that like are just like black, you know, or whatever. And they're like, obviously I identify as black, but like when you're mixed, it's like you identify as black, but you know, for sure you don't identify as just white. Yeah. (laughs) It's like really hard not to like, you can't, I feel like, I don't know. There's some people I guess it also depends on, like, how you're brought up. Because there's some, like, Mm -hmm. mixed girls that I met, like, in college that they identified as black. And I was like, I feel like I can't. Like, I just feel like I can't. Like, that doesn't feel comfortable for me saying that. Exactly. And that's, like, a big thing that I'm pushing through this podcast is, like, that not every mixed person identifies the same. Nor is it, like, anybody's business. And so, like, that's why I like to ask the question just to prove that point that like we're all different stop lumping us all together and that it's like not like it's about living your own truth it's not about like making other people feel comfortable with your how black you are your blackness like so I feel that so going into it what was like your favorite part of high school um my favorite part Probably, honestly, just sports. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just had so much fun playing sports and just always being with my teammates. Like, because a lot of my teammates and I did play volleyball, like, outside of high school. And so, yeah, we definitely got along so well. But probably sports in general. Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like that, too. So, like, playing soccer and stuff, I just feel like that's your outlet. And for yeah. whatever reason... Um, And I said this in one of my earlier episodes, it's like, obviously, these experiences aren't the same for everybody across the board. However, for me, and it sounds like for you too, like, that was just like kind of my outlet. And that's like the one time where like my race wasn't a huge factor in what I was doing. Yeah, and maybe it was, but I was just so like focused on my sport that like, I didn't feel that way. Yeah, same. Uh, I felt like I was just part of the team not like I stuck out or anything because like I definitely when I was younger I did gymnastics for a really long time and I was like always the only black girl on my team and so then it was just always like I'd always stand out like right which isn't that so crazy about gymnastics is I feel that I hear that a lot or I see that a lot and um you hear about like in gymnastics like it's a predominantly white sport however i just want to point out since you brought that up like some of the best gymnasts in our country yes aka simone aka (laughs) gabby okay yes i just wanted to point that out and there's a Um, lot like even the ones that don't go to the olympics there's a lot that are on like collegiate gymnastics teams too that like go unrecognized on that yes. level but uh, what's that team ucla i always yes, see them everywhere i don't know a lot about the sport, on their but... team oh fabulous <laughs> yes so is it, i just find that since you brought up gymnastics i just wanted to hit on that that's a very interesting um thing to notice about the sports maybe i need to do a whole episode on sports because i know i could dive into that too yeah no i definitely think you could Yes. With high school, though, it's funny because I used to think, like, I asked you that question, what's your favorite part? And I used to think, like, right when I graduated, like, that summer after we graduated and then about to go to college, I was like, oh, my God, I loved high school. Like, I had no issues in high school. And, like, now looking back and when I wrote that question, I was like, my favorite thing. Like, I'm like, girl, like, what? Like, I didn't hate it and I didn't have a bad time. 
And a big thing I wanted to mention about like my high school experience too is it's not like we I faced direct racism, but it was like more like racial ignorance and like racial yes, insensitivity. Very much. Sensitivity. It wasn't like I was getting shoved up against a locker because I was black or like people are going around and directly calling like us the N-word. Um, because I feel like a lot of times, especially if there's people from that time in our life that hear this, they're gonna be like, What are these girls talking about? Like they did not face racism, but there's more than just like being direct racist to someone. Like yeah. you could be insensitive and you could like have ignorance about what they're going through. And personally, that's what I feel like I felt in high school, like looking back. No, I agree. Like there's times where like people would ask me certain questions and I'd like question them yes. for asking that question to me. And even like sometimes it wouldn't even be like white kids. There was also like other african-american kids i would ask like stupid questions out loud and i'd be like um did you just hear yourself like yes <laughs> like well, you're talking about your own hard... community too yes and it's so hard that's the hard thing about high school and being a person of color or being mixed is and going to a predominantly white school because like i can only speak on that experience um is that you first of all they lump you all together yes all the black kids like there was probably in our class i think what like probably like four or five well I mean, no. i'd say like five to like, seven yeah i would say five to seven um in our class alone and then in the whole school what like maybe like 15 20 15 that's what i yeah. say 15 20 so they lump you all together First of all, they think that you're all going to be BFFs. Like, it's just not like that. No. Like, the fact, you know it's not like that because I can't even give you an exact number of how many of us there were. Yeah. But they always make sure you know, like, you're a small amount and that you're lumped together. And then the hard thing about that is, like, you're trying to figure out who you are. And so, like, you're dealing with things how you just said, um, how, like, there's people of color or, like, other black students, like, saying ignorance things because they're trying to fit in but like you know that's not how they feel but like you get why they're doing it yeah. it's such a crazy thing to think about like it's it's toxic yeah and it's not <laughs> like i don't know if they intentionally do it or not but i remember like one time there was like this new kid he was coming in from like out of state somewhere and he was african-american and they're like uh-huh. they like literally brought me down to um like where the security guards used to sit and they're like, mm-hmm. can you show him around the high school? They want him to be like with another black person. And I was like, like That's I'm like, crazy. I'm like, how am I supposed to show like a guy around Why? high school? Like, yes. I'm literally about Is to it... graduate. Like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah, I was gonna say, was it that younger student that came in? I can't remember his name now, but I think I know. Was he younger than? Yeah, us? he was like two years yes. younger, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll do it. I so I don't have to go to him. class, but like why me out of everyone like (laughs) well they put that job like on the student and then I was thinking about it and I was like um before we like got on to talk I was trying to think about how many like black educators we had in our school and the only person I think of and technically he's like not an educator but like the only person that could come to mind was Gus like that's the only black person I could think of is there anybody else that I was missing no it was only him I know like one a couple times like when I didn't have an English teacher and we'd have a sub he was black because people always thought he was like my dad or something just of course assuming oh my god also because we had the same last name William and I was like no I know exactly who you're talking about and I remember I distinctly remember people saying that about you now that I like didn't until you brought it up but like (laughs) see just crazy stuff like that like that's the ignorance like you face in high school like like, really guys people literally asking her if this is her dad because they have the same name and the same skin color yeah and I'm like Like, back then I was like oh my goodness these people are childish now I'm like okay like that was definitely like yeah yeah and that's like the thing too is i feel like ignorance and like childish kind of go hand in hand because ignorance is just like lack of knowledge and lack of information yeah like i i get it like i don't fault these kids because we were kids yeah uh but we're here today like just to talk about it you know i'm not here to like attack anybody that we went to high school with but i'm just like here to share like how i feel now as an adult or kind of adult whatever (laughs) we are um but yeah, but I was thinking about that. I was like, we didn't even have like black educators in our school. No. And like, it's very rare anyways. 
um, on my episode that dropped today, I was talking with my friend about that. She's a teacher. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even have my first black educator until I went to college. So See, I didn't even have one in college. And I don't think I've See? even had one now still going to two different schools. And it's, like, yeah. funny because, like, I even took at my first college in Iowa, I even took a African-American class like it was a history of African Americans, mm-hmm. and it was taught by Me a white too. guy. <laughs> like that's wild. Mom, well, it's not wild. They could do yeah. Justice if and my educated. mom was like, "What? That doesn't make sense." But I was like, "I know, but it is what it is." Like I don't think anybody, yeah. like any, like what are you gonna one's say? gonna want to come teach us? Like he's willing to, but I'm I'm not the university. But <laughs> yeah, going off of that, that is something I actually wanted to bring up too about high school and all that. Um, specifically like history classes. And I remember always being, there's always black history month. It comes every February. And like, there's two things that bother me about black history month and being a high school student in a predominantly white high school is one is if there's confusion, if there's questions, if there's anything, I don't know if this happened to you, but I like know for a fact, like I was always called on, like I was supposed to know yeah, the history that, better than like anybody that, else. And then people always like stared and I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know this as much as you guys. Like I'm learning here too. Like it yes. is what it is, and but then, like you don't have to stare at me. Like I know the answer already. Yeah. And then always feeling, I remember like when we'd learn about that stuff or like we'd watch a movie and there's like, obviously like let's back look back on our history like it's uncomfortable like it's really uncomfortable like there was slaves like there was not equal rights like it's uncomfortable and i always i hated those days like i just know i just said like i always felt like eyes were on me i remember like i feel like i could distinctly remember like sinking into my desk on those days and i'm a pretty confident person i'd say you're a pretty confident person too and like um like not like not being confident those days because like I just knew what they were gonna bring yeah and I'll be like oh no like here it comes like just preparing for it literally right and then the other disheartening thing I wanted to bring up about those is then the lack of like effort and um the care during that time when we would learn about those periods in history I always felt like the other students were engaged they didn't care and I know like history isn't fun but I don't know. It, it like hurt. I feel like looking back now, it like kind of hurts my feelings. How like at that time nobody. Cared. Yeah, they're like, oh, it is one of this. It happened. Like we've moved on from it. Like, yes, no, and it's always like some people have. Yeah, like, but, like, there's a whole community that hasn't. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, how could you? How do you just like move yeah. on from that? You know? <laughs> and they be acting like this stuff was so long ago um when really wasn't like like, yes like our parents well not our parents but like our grandparents for sure probably a lot of them like were alive during segregations the civil rights movement like all that stuff so it's just like it's crazy i remember taking like one history class like in high school and we were talking about like we'd always talk about like things that were like currently happening in the times of like racial times i guess and i remember it was probably like i want to say like 2012 or like 2013 but there were like there's like a school in the south that like just had their first like non-segregated dance like yeah like it's crazy and i feel like especially how i've said this a lot but like where you're brought up has a lot to do with like how you are who you know how much information you know and like because we are brought up in the Midwest, in Colorado specifically, which is, I feel like, a very liberal state, mm-hmm. um, a lot of those things don't happen in Colorado, so you don't know about it. But, like, that doesn't mean it's not happening in other parts of our yeah. country. You know? Yep. And then, on top of that, people want to act, like, obviously schools aren't segregated anymore. But, like... In a way, they are. There's a lot of articles. I encourage people to go, like, read articles on this. Like, you're not discriminated, discriminated like, by your race. Like, don't come to this school. However, if you think about, like, the school we went to, it's almost like it was segregated. There was, like, what, the 15, 20 of us total, yeah. and then the rest is white. And then you think about that, because of that, we went to a very, like, I'd say Ralston Valley was a very um, academically excellent yes. school. A very good education. But if you think about that, only us, like, 15 black people, that kids, 
at the time grew up (laughs) kids grew uh, grew up in that area got to go to that school and like got that education and like that's the systematic part that I feel like in today's time a lot of people are like failing to understand yeah and I know like some schools like out in like Aurora area they like their academics aren't like necessarily the same standard as like what our Ralston Valley was so it's like they're somewhat like dumbing down the education system so that like these kids can just get by and like not even challenge these kids or anything exactly so that's like one thing when I do sit here and talk about this and like obviously went through things I am very grateful for my education at this school um but definitely like if you're listening to this to look into like the systematic aspect of racism because it really does start with our education system mm-hmm. in America for sure. Uh, but going forward, I, cause we're just, we're flowing, <laughs> which I love. I love, uh, Ooh, what was your least favorite thing part? Wow. Words. What was your least favorite part of high school? Um, well, besides school itself, um, yeah, I would say probably like, like, the standard that I feel like you had to set mm-hmm. to, like, in order to fit in. Like, I feel like you always had yes. cute clothes, like, by, like, Hollister, Amber Crombie, like, anything, yes. like, above that tier. And then, like, a nice car when you got your first car, and then money, mm-hmm. like... <laughs> Like, for the people that are didn't go to high school with us, this, where the school we went to is, like, a, I would say, like, upper middle class to, like, um, upper yes, class. Yes, very much. Like, I wouldn't even say, like, middle class isn't even, like, fair. Like, it was upper middle class to, like, upper class. And when we're saying these things, like, Hollis and Abercrombie, but, like, talking about cars, like, people would get Mercedes, BMWs, Audis. Uh, freaking for Jeep first Wranglers. Person. Like, brand new, they're Yeah, expensive. I was gonna say brand like... new Jeep Wranglers. Which, like, good for your family. I'm not discrediting that. I'm not saying, like, like, you know, your family worked to have those things. I get that. I'm just, like, trying to set the tone. Like, that's of, like, not normal, what kind of like yeah like that's not the norm and I feel like that's what they failed to understand is they were so in the bubble that and they probably still are honestly um but like they're a small majority like a lot of people don't live the same lifestyle you're living no not at all you know it's crazy to think about like some of the cars that like some kids drove in high school I'd be like man like when I have kids I'll never get them a car like that Like you got right. I remember feeling like literally my first car was like a Honda. <laughs> it was like older than me. I know it was because I knew the year and it was like um before I was born. And I remember though being so embarrassed and like what a stupid thing to be embarrassed of. Like, girl, you have a car. Yeah. No, yeah, there's car that you're not Yeah, that's for. how I was. Like I was like, Man, I hate driving this car. It was like a two thousand three like Chevy and I was like, Man, this is so embarrassing and I was like, I can't like and then right? I was like thinking back now, I'm like, Man, I should have been so appreciative of like just having a car that ran perfectly that got me to and from school. I didn't I mean right? I didn't have to pay for gas or anything, like didn't have to pay for the car. <laughs> I know, ex- girl, I feel you so bad. I look back on a lot of things and I'm like pop popping myself in the face because I'm like, girl, like, yeah. why were you like this? It's like low key embarrassing. No, yeah, honestly. but I feel like I don't know if other people feel no, that I feel way. Like that's what happened though, like going to Ralston Valley though, like kind of just like made me snotty. Yeah. That is perfect way yeah. to put it. And I'm glad you said that because looking back, I don't think I recognized it when I was in high school. Same. But I was it, like, no, made, I'm not. Like, yeah, I didn't think so because I was like, well, no, like this couldn't be me because like I, the person I am today speaks to who I thought mm-hmm. I was. But like, it, it's naughty. Yeah, it's naughty. Yeah. That's the way to put it. Like, and then put like walking with your, um nose in the sky that's the term i was thinking of um (laughs) but the other thing i wanted to get in a big thing is obviously in high school that is when you start like dating that's when you start doing all that dumb shit i mean like obviously a little bit in middle school but i honestly can't remember that far (laughs) back so like 
uh, I wouldn't even count that stuff if I could remember it. But obviously in high school is when you start dating, you know, you start finding out all of that about yourself. Like, how was that experience for you going to, like, an all-white high school? Um, dating was somewhat difficult. Like, my, I guess, I don't know. Because when I went to middle school, like, I didn't really have that many options of boys. So, because, like, where I went to middle school, there was only 12 of us in my class because it was a private school. Yeah. So, there was really, there was eight girls and four boys. And I was like, oh, none of these men are for me. Like, men, I should say boys. <laughs> none of mm-hmm. these boys are for me. <laughs> so, then when I got to high school and I was like, wow, like, I don't, like, I don't even know, like, what my quote-unquote type is. Like, so, I was like, I don't know. And so, I remember, like, my first couple of years, like, like, I thought I liked white guys, and then I was like, I don't know. Like, I have nothing against white guys, like, but mm-hmm. it was hard at first. And then, like, after probably, like, our sophomore year, I kind of just stopped caring because I was like, I know I'm not going to marry anyone that I go to high school with. Like, that's just not what I want to do. And I was like, I'm just not really going to care anymore. Like, yeah. I feel that. I wish I had that same mindset as you because, like, for whatever reason, I it always, like, it wrecked me mentally. No, it like, though. not having, like, not as an adult now, you do not need <laughs> no, to don't. your life to, like, do anything. Like, I'm a strong, independent black woman. Like, I don't need any man in my life, but it is nice it to is. have one. <laughs> um, it's a want and not a need, but in high school, it was really hard for me. I struggled because a lot of my friends um, had boyfriends. One of my best friends, shout out to Ashley, oh, yes. just got married to her high school sweetheart. Like, so I watched her like date him all through high school, and she's my very best friend, which is nothing against you, girl, because I know you listen. <laughs> nothing against you. Um, what I'm saying is it was hard for me because I was like, I like, couldn't I wasn't dating I didn't date anybody in high school at all and I feel like a lot of that was my race because I I don't know if they were afraid and I talked about this on my last episode too Mm -hmm. with my friend about how like white men are kind of the few white men that will date black women are afraid a lot of time afraid to like be public about it and um so going to an all-white high school like with majority white men um I just feel like nobody wanted to date me because of my race and I like looking back also now looking back I don't think I was the cutest but I don't I don't think I was freaking ugly in high school either like I feel like I looked like your typical high school kid maybe I was a little bit taller a little chubby okay whatever but like not enough to be single and I always say now okay and so like now as an adult too I prefer black men um I I don't it's nothing against white men it's just like this is the reason why I'll tell you why <laughs> um, is because white men or black men just like tend to be attracted to yes. me so that I'm attracted back to them. So I always would say in high school, like um, if I went to a more like diverse school, I definitely probably would have dated more for one. I always say that. And if I'm like on a date with someone, they tend to be like black yeah. men now. And they always are so shocked when I tell them like, I didn't date anyone in high school. They're like, like, there's like, no, no way. And I'm like, like I'm no, serious. <laughs> there's a way. If there's a will, there is a way. Um, so I really struggled with that personally. Um, and I, I think it definitely affected my confidence in the time. Um, as you get older, you learn to like deal with it. You learn to understand it. But like when you're in high school, I couldn't understand like why somebody wouldn't want to date me because of my race I still don't understand it but I think yeah. I accept it like that it's my reality like that's yeah, my reality I, I agree I feel like they're like back to what you said there's very few like white men that would want to date an African-American woman or even like someone that's even mixed and I'll and hopefully my boyfriend mm-hmm. doesn't listen to this but it's okay if he does but I dated a white guy <laughs> in college and I remember he was, like, from a really small town of, like, I'm not kidding you, like, probably, like, 300 people, and I remember he, like, first told him that he was dating, he said, I'm dating a mixed girl, and they're like, oh, like, what do you mean mix? And he was like, well, she's a light skin, and they're like, oh, so she's white, 
And he was like, no, she's light skinned. And they're nah. like, yeah, she's white. And he was like, no, she's half black and half white. And they're like, what? Like, no way. And they're like, we didn't know even like black chicks like that. Like, Iowa type talk. Like, so it was like crazy yeah. to see. Like, I'd let, like, I would actually then- date someone that was white, but. And it's crazy, too, to think, like, going on all that dating, going off of the dating stuff, too, um, with a few other black men that, like, that we did go to school with, they would tend to also gravitate towards the other white women. Um, So you start to see yourself kind of as less than, and even as an adult now, um, something I really struggle with, like, that I'm learning to, like educate myself about or whatever or like accept or like I don't know put in the work to be better about this but like sometimes I really struggle when I see like other not struggle I guess like I get mad when I shouldn't be mad but sometimes I get mad when I see other like black men dating like yeah good black men dating other white women and it's just like you know they only want us when we're good you know so they're taking like the the good black men away from us is how I feel and I know that's not fair to them and that's why I'm working to be better but like that's one of my truths that's one of no, my realities too There's like um I've been like that too and then I'm like well I gotta think about like how I came about like my mom's white and my dad's black so I'm like mm-hmm. I can't like say like I don't like it because I'm like exactly. basically saying like I don't like people like myself but I just don't like that mm-hmm. it's kind of like use for like clout like trying to get popular off of it like look at me and my black boyfriend yeah thing. like yes TikTok yeah TikTok. Is... <laughs> that's where my hate came from is freaking tiktok they got me yeah. <laughs> there's like now. so many and i'm like <laughs> there's like some that i see that are like truly genuine and then there's like some that i see i'm like man like you're just mm-hmm. using him because he's a D1 athlete. He's going to go to, like, the NFL or the NBA. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, Exactly. And it's hard, to because even if you look at it, like, obviously we're mixed. But I feel like most of the time, if there's a mixed person and you ask them what parent is white, even though I hate that question, it's yes. typically the mom. So um, if you go and look at that, it means that black men like white women. But white yes. men don't like black women. Yeah, as there's much. like very few. Not just like, the facts. Very few. Yeah. I mean, I I'm trying to think. Like, I just I don't know. I just feel like anytime I've tried to um, pursue a white man, like it's just never worked out for me. Like they just they're just not into it. I don't know that it's not that. And for me, like I've gotten to the point, like, that's yeah, that's issue. a them that's a, issue. That's a them issue to figure out. And it's fine. You can also have your preferences. Cause sometimes I'll have this conversation with people and they'll be like, well, like you can't expect, um, you know, like people are allowed to not like you. Yeah. And I get that. I don't think that I'm like the best girl out there in the whole entire world. Yada, yada. But I'm. But what I am saying is that I went to a very white high school. I've been around a lot of white men, and I've yeah. never dated a white. No, man. I feel you on that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's yeah. my little tea on that. On top of that, I went to all the high school dances alone, which like really messed no, that's with me. Right. But it's okay. I, I went to. Uh, I think just two dances with a date, but it was kind of just more like a friend type date. Like it wasn't like because mm-hmm. we were dating or anything. But, like, the only time I really had a chance to was, like, my senior year. But we broke up, like, literally right before prom. And I remember I was so devastated because I didn't have a date to prom. That was the only reason why. Other than that, I was like, oh, no. And now it's so, like, it's such a little thing. It's, the biggest thing in your life. (laughs) Yeah, it's the biggest thing. Like, it messes with you. But you'll learn, girl, if you're a young girl listening to this, it gets better. It gets better. Um, Okay, what else about this did I want to talk about? Oh, a big one is, did you ever feel like people only liked you because you were black? Not really. If that makes sense. Um, (laughs) I never really got the vibe from anyone that they were like, oh, I'm going to be her friend because she's black. I never really got that from anyone in high school like I mean okay so I'll admit that I was like oh I want to be friends with her 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 because she's mixed and I'm like I know I like I'll get along with her 
like that's the only time that yeah. I did it. So I don't know if that like came from other people's perspective that we're mixed or black. Like that's how I was because I was like, Definitely. I know that's someone that could stick by I... my side and know like what I'm going through as well. Exactly. Like, I was definitely the same way when it came to making friends. Like, obviously, you, um, Janae, like, I was like, okay, I'm definitely going to be friends with them because, like, you get it. You understand. And, like, you can relate where, like, these other people can't relate. And that's just, like, the matter of the fact. Um, I don't think that, like, anybody just wanted to be my friend because I was black. But one thing I did want to say about this is um, they... They only, I don't want to say they only care for you, but, like, they only care for your blackness when it's, like, benefiting them or it's, like, cool. And, like, examples that made me think of that was, like, when it comes Mm -hmm. to sports, you know, like, and you're helping a team succeed and, like, um, I feel like just in general, black people and African-American people are very, um, athletic and good at sports um I feel like that's a fair statement to make I'm not saying that's every black person because like I was okay at my sport I wasn't great um but like so they like your they like your blackness then they care for your blackness then they acknowledge your blackness then um or like at a high school dance when you can like dance really good they like acknowledge it then but then any other time it's like they don't acknowledge that you are black which is like it's yeah bad and good i guess it's hard to explain no yeah i get what you're saying there oh yeah so that was like my extent on that but going off of that on the opposite did you ever feel like anybody like didn't like you because you were black like thinking back on it i don't think so um like i felt like yeah i never was like excluded from anything um i never Mm -hmm. felt like no one ever didn't want to be my friend because i was black like i never felt like that yes me too i agree with that and it's really funny and i know we kind of talked about it earlier um but it's funny because for me um it's almost whenever anytime that happens i typically for me in my experiences growing up in my own life came more from the black people than it would the white people and it wasn't them not wanting to be my friend because i was black it was them not wanting to be my friend because i wasn't black enough um so whenever i felt that type of thing it typically came from other black people um not really anybody that we went to school with but um outside people that i didn't go to school with that didn't really know me they would exclude me. Yeah, because and I, I feel that. Enough. That's all, like, I guess, like, my first, like, semester of college was. Like, I always tried making friends and, like, with other black kids. But I felt like I was never really black enough for them. Like, I just, like, mm-hmm. tried going to, we had, like, the Black Student Union. And I tried going to that. And I was just like, man, I just feel like I don't fit in here, like, I support, like, everything, but, like, yep. I also just don't feel like I am a fit in here, like. I feel that 100%. I always wanted to join our BSU at my school that I went to, but I always felt excluded. Like, I was just not, yeah. like, good enough because because of the other things I did that were, like, on my white side. And it's, like, it's just hard because, like, that is half of, like, it's, like, yeah you know it's half of who you are like you have we have to acknowledge that and yeah so and like still other- like i still i guess struggle with uh, it today like second guessing myself me like, too am i gonna be good enough like i've always wanted to join like a all black sorority but i'm like i feel like i'll stick out mm-hmm. like i feel like i'm not gonna fit in whatsoever yes I felt like that. So obviously I joined a sorority when I went to college. I joined a uh, panalytic sorority, mm-hmm. which is like all white ones. And well, I shouldn't say all white. That's messed up. But predominantly, once again, predominantly white, um, the sorority was. And then I later on found about found out uh, about those other traditional, the Divine Nine, 
And I didn't know about those because I went to this white high school. So I didn't know about that going into college. And then when I met those girls, um, sometimes I would just feel like excluded. And I don't think it was ever intentional. And once I got to know like certain ones, they were super nice to me. But like that initial aspect of meeting them and like forming that relationship, I struggled with. And like how you were saying, I still struggle Um, if I meet a new like fully black girl I struggle. I feel like I don't belong. I feel like I'm not as superior as she is. Like, yeah, I don't know. Little things like that. I totally get it because that's how I am. And like, I still want to join one, but I just don't. I don't know. Like, (laughs) it is. Yeah, it's scary. It's scary. And that's the part. uh, Gosh, you used a word right before this. That was like the perfect word for like what it's like to be mixed. But I think, like you said, oh, like you don't belong. I can't remember. <laughs> but that's how I can't remember. But I feel like that's what you said. But that's like the best thing, uh, one or a good way, I feel like, to just like, um, what am I trying to say? A good way to describe our feelings as being mixed is like sometimes you just feel like you yeah. don't belong anywhere. Um, you know, like wherever you go, you're going to get excluded by the other. So like you have to find other mixed people like you who just get it. Um, and that's why I'm here today yes. on this podcast. Yeah, no, but I do. I'm glad you get it, girl. Um, let's see what else. Um, we kind of went over the sports. Do you think being surrounded by, like, mostly white girls affected your confidence, like, at the time Um, and now as an adult? Yes, at times. I felt like I, like, I felt like I was good, and then I felt like I wasn't good enough, and, like, it was kind of like a roller coaster ride for me through high school, like, yeah. sorry, my dog's barking now, and so I felt like... I don't know. There's times where I'm like, I feel like I fit in pretty well. And then there's other times where I'm like, no, I guess I don't. And then like, like a one example will probably be like trying to fit the standard to be accepted by like people and to be like found attractive to people, which doesn't really matter in high mm-hmm. school, by the way. <laughs> um, unless you're like really yeah. trying to like yeah. marry someone you went to high school it with. Doesn't. That's, that's totally fine. <laughs> but if you're like me, I didn't want to. But back then, that was, like, the most important thing was to be, like, oh, how can I do my hair so I can, like, make sure I look cute today? Like, can I do my makeup to look good enough? Like, Oh, God. Literally. The hair. The hair is what makes me cringe. (laughs) Okay. I used to wear extensions. First of all, I would fry my hair every single day (laughs) to straighten it. And... I talked about this on my last podcast. I do personally prefer myself with straightened hair. I don't know if I have a mental illness about it because of society. I don't know, but I do like myself better that way. So let me live. Um, But I do. I'm learning to love my curls a lot more than I'm older. That's besides the point. Um, But I used to wear (laughs) these nappy ass extensions. Like why? And they hurt. They would literally hurt my head, but I would like wear them every, not every day. But I, which is the funny thing, is I'd be taking them in and out one day my hair's long, one day it's short. And then, on top of that, like, yeah. you're trying to do that to fit in. But then I don't have the money to yeah, afford these nice-ass extensions. So then people are, like, being mean about them, like, commenting on it, like, oh, I can see your extension clip. And the best part is I'd wear clip-in extensions. And this is one thing. White people yes, love to call it's extensions. Not, it's so nice. Learn, learn about black hair care, okay? Because it's not all the same. We got a sew in. We got a weave. We got a no, yeah, no, they're not all I the agree. same. Like I wear extensions too, and like there's sometimes where I like look back on it and I'm like, wow, I should have just like wore my hair natural. Like even if I straightened it, like well, I straightened mine every day exactly. too. So I fried my hair. Like I literally have been like still like trying to regrow it out. Like, but no, I wear extensions mm-hmm. too. And I even like my first semester of college. That's like when I stopped wearing them. Is because like these black girls they made fun of me. And they mm-hmm. were like they called me clippins, and I was like really like that's so low. And then I was like, bro, I'm not wearing these anymore. Yeah, so seriously. I finally got um a sew-in like not for the first time I had one when I was younger but I got one and then I was like I guess I'll just do this like it's a lot easier to maintain and everything if you're not trying to like 
wake up and do your hair every single morning but exactly and that's also like the hard part about being mixed and with hair especially if you're raised by like um, your white parent or like your white mom like girl (laughs) I love you mom I love you but you didn't know the things to do for my hair and so you resort to these crazy (laughs) ass things like that because like nobody teaches you how to care for your hair on the opposite, I'm just my saying, mom. It's not did. my fault. She really did know how to take care of my hair, even though she is white. But she did the uh, literally because she dated. Love that. I mean, a lot of, not a lot. I don't want to make her sound like that. But <laughs> she dated um, <laughs> black men, and then that's like really all she ever dated. So I remember she told me a so story she would like learn. one time she was dating this guy, and he had an afro, and he was like, "Well, if you're gonna be with me, you need to learn how to braid hair." And so his sister taught her how to like cornrow, and I'm I still don't know how to cornrow. I'm like I I feel so sad for my kids. I'm like yeah, I don't right. Have to be too good hairstylist because I don't know. But like she tried teaching me, and I just yes. didn't want to. I guess like I wanted straight hair. Like I never wanted my hair curly. Like yeah, and I feel like I was the same way. I feel like a lot of that just has to do with like the people who are around because when you're in high school you want to fit in and so for us yeah. it was you know long straight hair obviously I couldn't make it blonde oh, which no. I also tried once and it fell out um that was like pre-high school it it just now like probably I would say either my sophomore or junior year fully grew no that's grew, how grew, I feel grew back that, uh, from I that mean, experience like, even like I like I flat iron my hair still not like every day but almost every other day I guess (laughs) me admitting my problems right now um but it's still like I still take care of it it's still super healthy like I don't have any heat damage or anything but like back then I had a lot of heat damage like and like if people don't know what heat damage is it's like basically like when you get your hair wet and you're supposed to have curly hair and your hair doesn't like curl like that's like the best way to explain it as yeah my hair would never curl Yep, I a hundred percent like everything you're saying, girl. Exactly the same. I done. Yeah. She is just now That's healthy again. Like, Bless ugh, this. I hair. still get like because I still get sew-ins and everything. Like it just, it's just easier for me. Like I don't have to wake up an hour and a half before I have to go to work to just do my hair before I even can get ready for work. Right. But, um so some of the last and i feel that all it's it is a long process but some of the last things i wanted to go in with you go um talk about with you is do you think like if you went to a more diverse school it would have changed who you are um and if so do you think it would have made you a better person a Um, worse person i so i always wanted to go to a different high school like before i even went to ross valley because i knew like I knew what I was going into from you knew seeing what you're like, going my brother into. go there two years before me. I was like, man, I don't want to go to this school. Like, there's, I was literally like, there's too many white kids here for me. Like, I'm not going to fit in. And so I really wanted to go to Pomona because Pomona was, like, a little bit more diverse. Like, you always saw, like, white kids, black kids, Hispanic, mm-hmm. like, literally, like, a whole different type of yeah. culture there, like, of what there was but i felt like i yeah i would have went to pomona and my mom even agrees with me on this she's like i feel like you would have been like a way different person like she feels like i would have because i was like so not easily Mm -hmm. influenced but like sometimes i was just like follow the crowd like i was a kid like i'd go to parties you were a kid hammered like Like, it is what it is but she felt like i would have been on a different life path than from going to rv yeah I feel that I think about that all the time that's something that really crosses my mind a lot like what I how I would be if I went to a different high school if I went to a more diverse high school um I always knew from the time like I was gonna go to Rawson Valley I mean I went to Drake and then like when you're there like I knew I was gonna go to Rawson Valley I knew there wasn't a different option for me because um I where I lived and all of that um so, but it does, like, I think about it, and I do think it would have, I definitely changed, I, obviously, yeah. your environment grows who you are, like, you grow in that environment, so if I went somewhere else, like, I definitely would have been a different person, Um, 
I don't know. I don't think it would have been a worse or a better person. I think I would have been maybe if I went to a more diverse school, more aware of my black side of me. Yeah. Um, more in tune, I guess, with my black side of me. I think I would have had a different experience with the dating scene as in high school, which like is now as an adult. Obviously, he's not an end all nope. be all. <laughs> you do not need a man or a woman, whatever you're into. Um, but I think it would have been different and maybe affected my confidence different. Maybe I would have been more confident. Um, I think maybe I would have went to a different college. So I think it definitely would have taken me in a different like life direction. But I don't know if it would be better, better or worse. And I guess I'll never know. Um, I will say, regardless of everything that like we encountered in high school, and the things we felt, I'm very thankful looking back for where I went um, because I think it. I have a greater appreciation for, like, understanding. Um, I think it made me a stronger person. Like, I feel like I things that are happening in today's world, I'm more aware of because I went to this high school because I was around um, a lot of white people. And I'm very yeah, thankful for, like, the education that Austin I'd Valley have to gave. say is the academic level for Austin Valley is so high. Like, they hold you to such high standard. And the teachers... I never mm-hmm. had any problems with any of the teachers. Like, they were all great. They all helped me so much. Like, even, like, after high school. Like, yeah. I When I used to work at the Apex, I'd see a lot of them there. And they'd be like, are you still in school? Like, if you ever need help, just let me know. Like, I've been there. And I'm like, yeah, I dropped out of college for, like, a couple years. And I remember, like, one of them, she, like, ridicule- ridiculed me. And I was like, she's like, after everything we went through, Allie, like you're gonna drop out and I was like I promise I'll go back but just not right now like but yeah like the academics academics were so high yeah and I agree with that I will have to say a lot of and like I said like in the beginning of this I want to make this very clear for like all this is like it wasn't straight up racism that we experience i mean it was because it all ties into that but it is more of the racial insens- insensitivity and racial ignorance that we faced um but i feel like a lot of that really came from yes. um parents of the kids and not the school itself i feel like i was in a very safe environment if i I don't know. I feel like I was lucky enough that I didn't experience that. I actually, I was going to say, I feel like if I experienced racism, that the school would have handled it. I can't say that. um, But from my own experiences, I felt very safe in our environment with the educators that we had. I felt like the only person Uh, that would have handled anything that was like any racism or anything was Gus and Fletcher. (laughs) For sure. Yeah, I agree. They were so scared. Yeah, <laughs> looking I agree. back. Um, also, going off of that, just like a big shout out to Gus because I feel like um, I like emo- I feel like I'm sane about my high school experience because of Gus. I still see him from time to time. Well, I did from where I was working, but I don't work there anymore. Um, but I'd see him from time to time. And I feel like he's like what really kept me in tune with my like, kept me woke, kept me on my toes. And, and reminded me that I was part black um, without, I don't think he knew that he was doing that. I don't think I knew at the time he was doing that, but I just want to say shout out to him. If anybody's listening to this, you know, Gus, like Gus he is my God. like a blessing though. <laughs> for real. I would say like every kid at RV, honestly, he wanted the best yeah. for every student. Yeah. If, yeah. If you're lucky enough to know him, you're lucky. Cause he's such a great guy. Um, but Yeah. What and I guess the oh my last thing the like last thing I wanted to hit on is just like what is there any last like remarks comments or anything like you would want to make to the kids we went to um, high school with to our class specifically I don't know I really I guess yeah it really is hard like it's hard I don't know like <laughs> I felt like everybody went to high school with was like pretty much genuine for who they were like, at least from the people that like I knew. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't know everybody. It was big. We went to a pretty big... I'd say our school was big. Um, no. So you don't know yeah. and every I was single like, person you went to high school with. I don't know. Just thinking back on it, I felt like I always had a good experience with high school. There was some bad times, but like... 
I just felt like everybody was great. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I I agree. I feel like overall, like, and just to wrap everything up, too, I just feel like overall, um, you know, it wasn't the worst experience of my whole life. It definitely helped shape me into who I was. And I think I encountered things. What I would say to anybody that we went to high school with that's listening to this is just to, like, continue to do better, to continue to put in that work and realize, um, not realize, but educate yourself on, like, systematic racism Educate yourself on what it means to be racially ignorant, what it means to be racially insensitive, and those type of things. Because although nobody, like you said, nobody was directly, like, mean, and I think everybody was authentic and everybody was doing the best they could, um, when it comes to that insensitivity and that ignorance, like, sometimes you're blind to it and you don't know you're doing it. And, like, that goes for me, too. Um, So to continue to be better and, like, just to learn Um, have your own viewpoints and especially as we're getting older I see a lot of people having kids and just to know like you can end it with the next generation like as you're raising your kids whoever you have influence on like it starts with you yeah I guess it's like one thing I did say was like to educate like other people and educate yourself like even like I can even do a better educating like myself better on topics that are like not school related like things that you don't mm-hmm. go over in school i'd say like one of the biggest things that can help everybody i agree but i mean those are the main things i wanted to hit on and i'm so appreciative that you would be on with me and share your story especially because we experienced a lot of the same things i can't wait to have you back on and maybe we can talk about something a little bit more fun (laughs) um, than just high school we should talk college because from this conversation i gathered that we had a lot of similarities (laughs) in our college experiences too so we should definitely talk that but i'm so thankful you were on and i appreciate you being here and of course. Oh, and also plug yourself if you would like. Um, to you can tell follow me on Instagram. It's the main one I use. It's Ellie Cool Cat Twenty Three. Hasn't changed since high school. It's still the same one.